I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey gave it back to me. My name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sex with Dick. The music you heard is by DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector. 53 Christopher Street. Thank you, boys, again for allowing this wonderful production to um, to use that. So uh, we do appreciate it. Sending you much love in this Corona pandemic. All right, so so much has happened since I last spoke. Since my interview i had a really great interview on adult circumcision there were some conversations i have another friend who may come on you know it just kind of you know we it started to really bring forth a conversation about what is happening and people's experiences so yeah so this segment of the show is called and what's going to happen i'm going to talk about what's going on in my gay world some world news and then answering questions from those listeners who have written and um so dun, 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 dun. what's going on in my gay world well i am back in new york city and it was good to be away you know it was it was good to be away and i'm happy to be back it's been a couple weeks out in los angeles and glendale uh and it was it was wonderful we had a really great time just you know as uh, the beaches had opened the last couple days that we were there and we flew with the boys, Al and Bob, back to New York City. And so they are back here. Bob, he is sleeping, and Al, well, he's sleeping. That's what cats do all day. So I a fun fact about cats, the reason that they are up all night, because I always wonder why, is because their ancestors, the tigers and the, well, you know, the the ligers and, you know, the adult, the big cats, they hunt during the evening. And so your cat is trying to hunt at night, but they don't need to hunt. Again, if you hear some sounds that sound like trains, it's because there's a train track that is by my house so um so poor little al he is he's like 13 so you know as cats get older we have to take him to the dentist and not well we have to take him to the vet so uh to get his some of his teeth removed so poor guy we're gonna have to do that you know as cats get older you know they need a little bit of care and uh important so yeah so um it's exciting uh not for him and not for my pocketbook but um it is exciting um you know that 
you know, just had Al for so long, adopted him from the uh, shelter, the Humane Society in uh, in East Harlem. And uh, so if you need a, a pet, and we got Bob from uh, Puppy Kitten, NYC. So if you're looking for a little fur baby to bring into your home, uh, I recommend doing that. So, um, so another thing is, um, I was sitting and I was checking my email and my email, um, I received a message and it was my personal email and there was a woman, <coughs> her name is Pamela Gay, Pamela Gay, G-A-Y, and she had, you know, uh, we had met out at a restaurant a couple years ago, 2017, so 17, 18, 19, 20, mm, three, four years ago, we met, uh, and she was talking about this memoir that she was writing and she just got it published and she sent me a copy it's called i'm so glad you're here and this is about her experience growing up with a father um you know growing up with a father who was uh experiencing uh some mental illness and just her experience uh, of going through that. And I started reading it. It's a real page turner. So um, the book is called I'm So Glad You're Here. You're, you're here. I'm so glad you're here. So I'm enjoying reading that. So if you're looking for a good read, feel free. Uh, again, her name is Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A, gay. Um and her it's called i'm so glad you're here and it is her memoir and i'm really excited to read that um but it is a page turner um so oh my god i have not been able to like everybody else in the you know state of new york i've had to go in to learn i went to um um, YouTube University to learn how to cut my hair and it's you know I came up I always wanted a man bun but you know it's a lot of work so I am sporting a man bun right now and it's growing so um, it's a little different and it's a small man bun, but I haven't decided whether I'm going to keep it, you know, style it up once I'm done, you know. So that's exciting. Um, this weekend, it's the first day of summer. So Memorial Day and those beaches are opening up. And, you know, we had uh, talked about, you know, doing some social distance gathering, Um but we have decided that we are going to forego the beach this year. Maybe not the entire summer, but um, we are going to forego going to the beach. Um, oh my gosh, there's an ambulance. Hopefully, you know. So, um, But yeah, so we're going to do something that involves social distancing, but we're just excited that... You know, uh, to get together, we might go on a hike 
or something of that nature, but six feet away, maybe 12 feet away, you know. Um, so enjoy your Memorial Day. Remember, you know, uh, please make sure that you're wearing a mask. I've seen a lot of people, you know, earlier this week, me and my partner, we were taking a walk through Astoria and it was just like Mardi Gras out there. Um, we stopped and, you know, people are getting alcoholic beverages. There's this little, little restaurant where you can get an alcohol, alcoholic beverage or a non-alcoholic beverage and you just have to purchase a bag of chips but my god people were not social distancing um so we just we just moved right along right um so you know i know people want to get together they want you know just use your smarts that your mother and father gave you and uh you know, just to be able to be present with yourself and to realize that this is a situation that while life is changing, it is going to be, you know, it's going to be good, you know, eventually. Um, so Fiona Apple, she has just released Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which is an album. If you remember Fiona Apple, she sang uh, Criminal, right? Um, so she had um, Tidal, which was her first album, which I believe dropped in 1996. And then she had Win the Pond, which was one of her more recognizable... Hold on, guys. I need to do this uh, but it's one of her more recognizable albums that she produced um that she had produced when the pawn and then there was extraordinary machine that came out and there was a huge to do as it had got shelves for years and um then, you know, it got leaked, which I'm wondering if she leaked it. But it's a great album as well. And then there, you know, she does this thing where she releases them about every seven years, seven or eight years. And so then she had The Idler's Will, which is also another experience. And then just recently, uh, there is the... the um, Fetch the bolt cutters. Fetch the bolt cutters. I've been here for too long. Well, that is one of the songs. Song, album name is the same as the song. But it's a little different, you know. It's it's not, it's an acquired taste, right? And so I would say, I you know, it, it's not my favorite favorite album not my least favorite album um it is one of those albums that um you know it's an interesting album it's very eclectic and and kind of arty farty i you know i like some of the songs shamika that is i guess the one that is getting the radio play which i do like it but some of it, I think, is hard to listen to because of the world that we are in. And so, you know, I my partner does not like Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Fetch the Bolt 
avocados. He doesn't like it. So I have to, um, I have to listen to it in secret, but I can't put it on the radio. I have to, or on the Sonos, I have to listen to it when I'm, uh, you know, I have to listen to it when I'm alone. So that is, it's a great album. I would go in and download it. Let's hope she wins, right? So um, that's, yeah. Um, so, um, Fetch the Bolt Cutters is now out on iTunes or wherever you download your music. The next thing is, is the new Hollywood. Hollywood is a great, 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 I mean, it's great. You're going to watch it from the beginning to the end. And it's just one of those things where you will you know, be able to, I, I feel like we're getting some frequency interference here. Um, but it is a great show. I would say it, you'll watch it and you'll just be, you, you will find yourself just feeling that you're in that time. It's post-World War II. It deals with issues of racism. It deals with issues of being gay, not out, but it, you know, I have, I wish they would have stuck to the reality of the time, but it has some great actors, and I feel like this one's going to get awards, and it's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. The next show that I saw and just watched the, all the way through was Caliphate. It's on Netflix. Um, it is about, um, you know, it it's one of those movies or one of those series where it's spoken not in English, but they do an overdub and you just get used to it. Cable Girls was the same way. Um, I just thought there was a delay when I was watching Cable Girls and all of a sudden it was, you know, uh, somebody had informed me that they do a voiceover, but this show is really good. It has to deal with ISIS and, you know, one of the characters, she's, uh, you know, living in the Middle East and she's trying to get out and, you know, there's a bit of a mystery situation that's happening there and you're like, I mean, uh, it's a nail-biter, literally, so I feel like this one's going to get some awards too. So, um, Caliphate, it's, uh, it's K-A-L-I-F. A-T, so Caliphate, or C-A-L-I-P-H-A-T-E, and just go on the description and uh, click on it, and it will link you to the show. Um, so, one of the things that we do every week, th through this social distancing experience, is one person hosts the movie, so... Um, I'm doing a queer movie night, so we have people all over that get, you know, they come in, and um, so my selections are The Dallas Buyers Club, Beaches, Still Magnolias, Tu Wong Fu, Thank You for Everything, and Boys Don't Cry. You know, some will see which ones my friends pick. They have to pick one. But I really love the... These are movies that I can watch. Now, myself, and there's that train, myself, I can just sit and re-watch a movie 
over and over again. But, you know, when me and my partner are picking movies, uh, they, he does not. He does not like that. So um, he will oftentimes say, let's pick another movie. So, um, but I'm really excited because uh, I'm the one hosting the movie night. Um, okay, so world news. Uh, there's a couple things, uh, you know, as I did a little, went into that little magic box of Google. Um, Benjamin Friedel, uh he is a hockey player that gave up uh, going pro. Um, because this article that was posted by Alt, um, specifically this article gave the sports player gave up the idea of going pro because apparently he couldn't live by himself. Like he couldn't, he couldn't be his true authentic self. And you know, that is still, we live in a world where people do not have those options. And I wouldn't, just encourage, you know, you have the support of the community, Benjamin. Um, but for anybody else knowing, like, you know, for my straight allies out there, um, it, um, it, it is, uh, you know, it, it is an issue that is present in today's world, you know. Um, so, ooh, we're getting, ooh, what's going on? Mm, it's still recording. Ooh, what, what is going on? I heard that noise. Anywho, we are with you, Benjamin, and to know that you can be a hockey player. So, if you're a hockey fan, go out and support Mr. Benjamin Friedel. Because, you know, uh, if somebody has a career and the world is not accepting, you know, that's horrible. And so we are with you. So there is a situation. And I point these things out because there was a news anchor, Matt Bella. Belinger, Belinger, Matt Belinger, and I was searching, and the Gay Times um, from the UK, the United Kingdom, there's an article, and you can click on that article. Um, Matt Belinger was a news anchor from the five eyewitness news in Minneapolis, Minnesota, experienced. Uh, he was attacked. He was attacked. And, you know, this is, this is something that is very, this is a serious issue. You know, we don't, we think we live in a safe world, but we do not live in a safe world. And hate crimes exist. And people, you know, it's, it's different. You know, I live in a city where it's very accepting, but still you're, there's something about looking behind your back and kind of saying, oh my God, am I going to be the victim of, you know, I've been spat on in a place like New York city. I've, um, well, I had a knife pulled out on me on a train, I, uh, that person was experiencing some mental illness. 
um, some symptoms, and I believe that they were probably not medicated. I don't think that, that was related, but, you know, I've been called a fag, uh, and it is not a safe world. And Matt, we are, we are here with you and the community stands by you, but this all starts right with parenting. And the reason that I say that is because children don't learn this stuff. They don't learn to attack people. Children do not, I mean, children do not, are not born with hatred in their heart. Children are not born homophobic and children are not born racist. They learn that. And it's important that these conversations that parents have, that you have them with your children because this, the, the foundations that we lay when our kids are kids are the foundations that are going to happen when they're older. And this is the way that we wipe out hate. We wipe out racism. We wipe out bigotry, homophobia, xenophobia. Folks, it's the conversations that parents are having with their kids. So I want to encourage you um, to parents to, when your kid is bullying, right, to correct them, right, and to really help them to understand why that's not okay. Because I feel sorry for Matt. Matt, we are here with you. And so... Um, Again, I will post the article, um, and this was the Gay, gay Times. Okay, so the last thing that I, <clears throat> I'm going to take a little drink, The Advocate, right? So there's a show, and I've never actually seen the show, but it's called God's Own Country, which I'm going to tune in now. And they, and the article that it reads from the advocate uh reads hold on the title um the title of the advocate is uh god's own country's gay scene is censored on amazon uh and i'm going to link that article to the podcast description but one of the things is, it says um, they had an update, which I guess this was just um, recently released, that said an Amazon representative reached out to the advocate to assert that, quote, Amazon Prime Video did not censor the movie, end quote, rather uh, the edited version was uploaded to Prime Video Direct by the provider, says the rap, which in God's own country uh, case, um, Samuel Goldwyn Films, the advocate has reached out to the distributor for a comment. Um, you know, <clears throat> I will notice, and I'm going to say this, it's a representation of what is in our culture and those things that happen. Right. And I'm not saying, Oh my, 
something is going on with my recording today. It's like there's, it's like the little machine is bloated. May need a gas axe who is not a sponsor of the show. But anywho, I digress. So when we remove things, right, from media, from television, and and things should be tasteful, but the thing is, is that if we look and compare, you know, that's where heterosexual privilege is present. And I'm not saying I think we should all follow the same standard, right? And editing things out of movies, film, TV... It's really important because there is some queer kid that is sitting there and looking for a representation of themselves. And it is really, really important, you guys, that people feel like they have a representation of themselves. So, less uh, Amazon Prime, less... Uh, they, didn't, they didn't cut it out. They censored it. So... Um, or they said they didn't censor, rather, they edited it. Editing, censoring, so let's take ownership, because the gays, we do shop Amazon, and, you know, we can look for a more queer-friendly option. Um, and Amazon Prime, you know, and if you're an ally, maybe you write in, and you say, if somebody from Amazon Prime wants to come on, talk sex with Dick and talk about specifically this issue and give their side of the story, they are welcome and we will do it by social distancing. So um, it's important censoring, editing, you know, kind of, I feel like it's the same thing. You're taking it out. Editing means to remove or to doctor it up. Anywho, that's my piece. Okay, so we have questions from listeners, and I'm going to answer them. Some are old, some are new, and um, we're just going to answer. Um, some One listener, uh, Phil and Horny in the Bronx, they said, This pandemic has my sex life in the toilet. I love hooking up but I am noticing every time I ask someone to come over for an afternoon romp, they tell me they just want to play online. I understand that COVID is serious, but I'm just wondering if there's anything I can say or do to convince these dudes to come over. Feeling horny in the Bronx. Filling horny in the Bronx, okay? People are making decisions, and I'm not shaming. I'm not, if you want to to go in and to, you know, and to have some sexual experiences, you are more than, more than happy. But, you know, I think that this, these men, they, we need to respect, we need to respect them. And if people don't feel safe, then they're not going to come over. And, you know, I think to ask if there's anything you can say or do, no, there's nothing you can say or do when no means no. And so it is very important, folks. If you say no and somebody doesn't respect that, we move on, okay? 
But there's a reason because COVID is serious and people are dying. And, you know, I know that this social distancing situation and not being able to hook up and, you know, it can feel like you're alone. And, but to know that this is temporary, but also, you know, we don't, I'm just going to answer this one right here. If somebody says they don't want to come over, they've stated why, or they don't have to state why, but we just need to respect that they don't want to come over. So that is my advice to you, feeling horny in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. The next listener said, um, trying to get back in the game in Los Angeles, Sprites has written in and they said, I'm new to the game. After 15 years of marriage, my wife and I recently called it quits. I want to get back out there, but wondering how to even go about it. Dating just seems so complicated and wondering where to even start. Is it possible to get back into the game after being out of the game for so long? trying to get back in the game in Los Angeles. And this was a question that was written in um, before the pandemic and before I had a little break in the show. And I am sorry that I did not get to the sooner, but I'm answering you now, um, my lovely listener from Los Angeles. And this is what I would say to you, okay? 20 years of marriage, right? So let's just take out, you know, I love my calculator. So I'm just gonna, we're gonna do 2020. Oh, 2005. What was going on? And I don't know why I can do that math in my head because I'm trying to focus on the question and not on the math. So 2005, there were kind of dating sites out there. There was like plenty of fish and, you know, um, I believe there were a bunch of sites out there. But now you have all these apps. You have Tinder, Coffee and Bagel, Chappie. As Chappie, I haven't been on there. You still have plenty of fish. But... It can be hard. And I think the first thing to this listener out in Los Angeles is I'm just going to ask you just to check in with yourself and to say, like, am I ready to move on? So let's just do a check-in. We're going to do a five-second check-in one. And just ask yourself, am I ready to move on? One, two, three, four, five. And, or maybe six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So if you say to yourself, I'm not ready to move on, then don't move on, right? If you're not, and what I mean by moving on is to begin dating again. If you are finding it difficult to, to with that, answering that question, it probably means you're not ready. But if you're not ready to answer, why are you not ready? Is it because dating is feeling complicated? Do you still have attachments to your previous relationship? Is there some unresolved stuff? So on and so forth. And so what I'm going to encourage you is that if you are ready, if the question is yes, and you are ready to move on, 
I would encourage you just to kind of ask yourself, like, you know, what's important for you, right? Um, lots of people meet online, but I think it's just important to kind of say, hey, what is it that kind of I need? Do I want something serious? Do I not want something serious? You know, I think it's kind of important also, like, <clears throat> what does that look like for you? You know, what does a f first date? But there's plenty of people out there. And I just saw, I don't know how old you are, but I'm assuming you got married when plus 18 plus 15 you're still in that, but if let's say you're older, there is an online dating site for people who are 50 and plus. I just saw a commercial advertisement for that the other day. I don't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, what I would say is that you, right, um, that, you know, it, it's important if you, you know, how do you want to proceed? Do you want to date online, right? Uh, if let's say there's somebody that you like, you know, maybe it's, you want a friends with benefits. Maybe you don't want a friends with benefits. Maybe it's the world is your limit. And I would say to start out where you feel comfortable and to move forward in that comfortability level, something doesn't feel comfortable or doesn't feel right. Maybe it's time to check in with yourself, but there's all kinds of dating apps out there. And I would encourage you to kind of maybe look into that. So, mm -hmm. so to my listener in Los Angeles, <coughs> that was not a Corona cough. <clears throat> I had a little frog in my throat. Um, so I hope that was helpful. Um, so feel free to write in, provide an update. I know this was a while back ago, but I get some as... Uh, you know, as the time, uh, as the time happens. So. Um, the next listener from Manhattan said, last week I listened to your episode on circumcision. It had me thinking so much about my own experience and has challenged me to think differently about it. I feel like I'm alone and I continue to feel shame about not being circumcised well the woman uh well the women i date say they don't have a problem with that i notice their actions speak louder than words i'm considering going through with uh circumcision do you have any thoughts about this you know um each person has a choice and a decision and we should never make decisions based on what others, you know, I mean, I think that we should never make decisions of this nature based on what we think the world wants, because there's lots of people who want, and let's say you did get circumcised and you did have it re removed, maybe the person that you, uh, the, the person would prefer, the next person would prefer to have a guy that's circumcised. You know, my encouragement to you is this. If somebody has just doesn't feel comfortable with it, that's okay. Because there's always somebody that will feel comfortable. And so I want to encourage you as you're 
kind of going through this decision to really think long and hard about it. Is this about you? You know, the individual who I interviewed um, in the last episode, um, they did it for reasons because they were experiencing pain, whereas maybe you uh, are not experiencing pain and and you know whatever decision that you make i always believe let's make informed decisions you know he shared his experience of having a you know recovery process that sounded very painful but again there you know i would go back to the sex and the city episode where charlotte dates this man and i forget what the episode is called or what season it is but i remember Specifically, she starts dating a man who is uncircumcised, and then she uh, she encourages them to get circumcised, and then it doesn't work out. So, I would ask yourself, like, why do you want to get circumcised? And I'm going to encourage you <clears throat> to go in and to talk to somebody. Um, <clears throat> you can contact me. Um, or you can contact somebody else, um, and I can provide you a list of referrals. I need another drink, guys. <clears throat> okay. Ooh, that frog has left my throat. So, again, to you, Uncut in Manhattan, I'm going to encourage you to really think about the decision and not to make a decision based on someone else of this nature but to make it on what feels right for you. And if it feels right for you, then go and, you know, um, go and make that decision. You know, I have, you know, people have responded to me after listening and they said, are you anti-circumcision? I am not anti-circumcision. What I am against is circumcision at birth where kids, infants, are not given choice and they are not consenting to it and parents are making decisions for their children that th their parents are making the decision and so i want to make it clear and to clarify that i am not anti-circumcision but i believe that each person should have a choice when we are exploring our bodies and when we make choices about our bodies so that is what I'm going to say about that. So your body, your choice. So I hope that you're able to make the decision that is right for you. Um, okay. So my final listener said, um, feeling self-conscious and Charlotte writes, uh, there is this dude trying to slide in my DMs on Grindr. We have engaged in funny banter and occasionally sent a few uh, dick pics. However, the pictures on my profile are, and the ones that I send are from about five years ago. Uh, I'm a bit older, put on a few pounds, and completely self-conscious about my appearance. He suggested that we meet for a social distance date a walk in the park, but I feel once he meets me, he's going to take one look at my body and run 
feeling self-conscious in Charlotte. Okay. So, feeling self-conscious. We're going to break this down. So, there's a few things going on here. Um, let's not make the assumption that somebody is going to look at you and run, right? Um, I also want to say that relationships are built on trust. And if you are not being forthcoming, right, that it's, you know, I've been on a date with somebody and they looked different than their picture and a long time ago, but I, you know, I, they weren't being honest and the honesty regardless. And it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't being honest and they were sending pictures that were clearly dated, um, 10 years prior, not five, but 10. And I think that it's important to realize that each person is different. And I think that it is important that you understand, um, that you need to be honest with those who are interested in you. Um, also be careful if you're going on a social distance date, but I think it's really like we need to provide people with who we are. And if we're hiding behind, well, it is who you are, but it was who you are five years ago. And I think that it's important to allow that person to make the decision and, you know, our bodies all go through. My body has gone through some changes, folks. I'm, you know, I used to be a skinny mini, and now I put on the Corona 20, okay? Um, or possibly the 30. Can't wait until that gym opens up. But I'm going to encourage you, um, to this listener to feeling self-conscious that's in Charlotte, I'm going to encourage you be honest because if that person meets you and you're not being honest, that's not a way to start a relationship. And if that's not a way to start a relationship, that's really problematic. So I want to encourage you just to be honest and to know that, you know, if somebody doesn't like you or discounts you, for whatever you believe, this could be actually a bigger issue for you than it is for them, but it could become an issue for them if they don't, you know, they, if they feel like you are not being honest and then you would be referred to as a catfisher, right? I've never been, uh, yes, that would be an example. Somebody that presented pictures that were very outdated, you know, it's like, uh, you know, make sure that you keep that profile pick up to date, you know. Uh, so every couple of years, just go in and do a new headshot. But, but you may be surprised, but they may value your honesty. They may uh, be the person who, you know, uh, they may decide that they don't want to date you. So... All right, guys. Well, that's all I have for today. To all my listeners, I want to thank you for uh, tuning in, uh, you know, uh, and uh, for all the people that are interesting, feel free to share with your fo with your circles about talk sex with Dick. Um, 
been thinking about making some coffee mugs and stuff and some merchandise. So little funny things that I'm going to be doing that people can potentially order. But I need to, that's, I'm always in a project, right? So um, just be careful and safe out there, folks, um, for yourself and for the people around you. Wear a mask, wash your hands, you know, do the things that will help others be safe. Because in the end, this isn't about us, right? Um, but also somebody, it's very just important that to realize that each person has a choice and that the choices I choose to, to put on a mask and I choose to you know, not go to the beach and maybe you do choose to go to the beach and which is perfectly okay if it's open, but to know that each person, um, you know, uh, each person has a different choice. So, all right. So again, if, uh, you, um, are interested, this, uh, this memoir, um, is really, really good. It's a page turner, and it's called I'm So Glad You're Here by Pamela Gay. So um, feel free to pick that up. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it says you can purchase it for sixteen ninety five, And I'm sure it's cheaper online on Amazon. But I'll post a link to that book, too. So, all right. Well, it's been a wonderful afternoon. Enjoy your summer and... Uh, yeah, take care of the ones that you love. Um, the music that you've been listening to today, again, is by DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector, 53 Christopher Street. Feel free to go on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you download your music. All right, well, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you have listening to Talk Sex with Dick. Something more, something more than intervention